0: We have been discussing chapter 6, Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Contemplation and Meditation. So, so far we have seen in this chapter that Bhagwan had given all the instructions about how to meditate and how to achieve the state of yoga. Yoga is to connect. The goal is to connect myself with that all-pervading, almighty self which is omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent. So it is almost like a long-lost uncle. About him I have heard in the family that he lives in some far-out land. He is very wealthy and very powerful, and he has capacity to take care of all my problems. I also heard that he loves me. The only problem is I do not know how to contact him. So when I am in trouble, when I'm in Vishadha, I am in visada, I am going to find out how can I contact him and let him know that I am in trouble. Could you please help me? The same way, Visada gives us the best opportunity to connect with God because that is the time we remember him most. So that is where the Bhagavad Gita started Arjuna Vishadha Yoga. So our goal right now is to connect ourselves with that almighty, all-pervading self and I am right now not capable of doing so. So, Bhagwan has given us this instructions from chapter 1 through chapter 6 and said this is how you can connect with Him. Prepare your mind by Karma Yoga. When your mind is ready, steady your mind and contemplate on the very nature of that truth which is all-pervading. So that's Dhyana Yoga. But at the end of that dialogue, Arjuna had doubt that if I'm striving sincerely, but cannot reach that final goal of achieving that union, that connection with God in this life, what would happen? Will it not be that I'll be completely destroyed, that I didn't put enough efforts in my my career, my profession, my business, my relationships here and put some efforts in yoga and some efforts there and I'll be completely destroyed. I will have neither a success in a worldly life nor will I have any success in attaining that final goal of liberation. So Bhagavan says, no, that's not the case. Partha na eva iha na amutra tasya one who is striving for good, one who is putting efforts in the field which is good, he never gets destroyed. He will never end up in a very deplorable situation. His efforts will never go in vain. Those efforts will come handy when you least expect. We Put efforts and if you don't see the results right away, we get disappointed. But once said, those results will come in time. I always give this example from my own life. I had gone to a science before I went to architecture. So in my days, there was 11 years of schooling, then a preparatory science. And then you can go either into engineering or medicine But I did FYBSC. I was actually in transition state when they were changing from those FYBSC in inter-science and into their five-year courses. I joined FYBSC. After FYBSC, I realized I'm not going where I'm supposed to be going. So I took admission in architecture. So that one year was literally wasted. FYBSC was not necessary to go to architecture. And after I had a five-year architecture degree, now, I always regretted that I wasted one year going into that FYBSC or inter-science. I could have graduated one year earlier, till I came to United States and applied for registration here. And I found out that to get registration here, you need to have a professional degree. And the professional degree is defined as one who has 18 years of schooling. So here it is 12 years of high school and 6 years of college, which is 4 years of undergraduate and 2 years of postgraduate. That makes 18 years. So I knew that I don't have a postgraduate degree. I have just a bachelor's degree in architecture, but there is no harm in applying. So I applied for equivalency. And they asked me how many years of schooling I had. It seems you have... 17 years of schooling. No, no, I have done FYBSC. and one more year. Here, are my 18th year of schooling. And they accepted that additional year, gives the total requirement, 18 years, and considered my bachelor's degree as professional degree. So I never had to go to school here. I realized my efforts in studying FYBSC was not wasted. They came very handy when I really needed them. So Bhagwan said, one who is putting efforts in any field for good, those efforts are never wasted. And therefore, you should never be disappointed, even if you don't see the results right away. And then Bhagavan continues and says, so what happens to those people, those yogis, those seekers, who are seeking perfection, they are seeking that connection with the Supreme, If they cannot complete their path in this life, one scenario is that yogi Brasta, one who has not completed this path of yoga, deviated from that by distractions. That distraction will put you off your course and then you will enjoy whatever you are distracted with, those heavens for a long period of time. Whatever my strong desire, God will always fulfill it. But then you will come back to your own tendency of what you were looking for before. You will come back and pursue that path. For that, Bhagavan said that they will take birth in Suchinam Srimatam Gehe Yoga Prashto They will enjoy those desires, but then they will be also uncomfortable while enjoying the desire. They will keep remembering, Oh, I should be pursuing the path of liberation. So after enjoying those pleasures, he will come back to his path. And one said, he will be in a conducive environment, in a family which is pious and prosperous. That will give him a path to pursue his unfulfilled task of achieving this liberation. The liberation is from my limitations. I feel limited the God is unlimited. I feel powerless, He is powerful. So I am trying to connect myself to the ultimate source of power and happiness. And Bhagavan said, You will continue on that path. The next example we have seen is that of a yogi who ran out of time, but he does not have time to waste. He has no other desire but to achieve liberation yoginam evakule Then he will take birth in a family of yogis, the wise people. In that environment, they are pursuing the same goal of the knowledge of the truth. So he will be in a conducive environment where he does not have to waste any time in anything else but continue his journey towards the truth. Such a birth is considered very rare and very difficult to achieve. Unless you have that very strong desire to know the truth. It is like if I have a strong desire to complete something, then I don't waste any time. I go from one step to the next without wasting any time. When I was in Dallas uh, working for a company, which I thought will be my ultimate employer. I'll be with them forever. Then suddenly in 1987, December, they decided to close the company, right? Just before Christmas, they announced we are going to close the company. And your last day will be December 31st of 1987. My old boss called me up from DC, Northern Virginia area. And said, "Neil, I understand you guys are all out of business. Come and join me. So I say, okay, David, I'll come and join you. They so say, okay, Neil, take your time, take a couple of weeks off, maybe a month off, and then come and join me. I said, no, no, no. David, my last day at the company will be December 31st. I want to join your company January 1, 1988. I don't want a gap in my resume. That I was jobless for a month. So okay, whatever you want to do. So, if you have strong desire there aren't any gap in my progress then Bhagavan said you will get that opportunity. yogi bhavati dhimatam That person who is sincerely striving to know the truth he will get the next opportunity where he does not waste any time he will be in a conducive environment to pursue his path. And How? Tatratam buddhi sanyogam labate parvadehikam yatate cha tataha bhuyaha sansidhau kurunandanam There, he will be connected with his buddhi, parvadehikam. In the last life, whatever the knowledge he has gained through his efforts, he will be connected with that buddhi, that intellect. And he will not have to go back and redo that again. It just starts start from where he left off. It's like when you have completed undergraduate degree and you're going to post-graduation, you don't have to repeat it. You go from where you start and then continue. Unless you take a break for a year and go do something and then come back, and you may have to refresh your memory. But here, that person is so motivated to know the truth. He will just go from where he left off in the last life, he will be connected with their wisdom and he will yatatecha tata buyaha. There he will strive even harder. Sansiddha Kurunanda to achieve that perfection because he's motivated, he got the right environment, the right guidance in the family. Now he's striving even harder to achieve that goal. Once I get the opportunity for what which I was looking for but I'll be even more motivated. Bhagavan said, Yatate siddhav. For that success, he must strive on harder in that environment. And then he says, Purva ten eva ihriyate hi avasah apisah. And there, because of that Purva bhyasa, because of that striving and practicing in the previous life, Kriyata, his is moved forward avasah apisaha, as if he is propelled by unseen force towards his goal. This purva abhyasa is acting as his own tendencies. He himself doesn't realize why I am driven, I am attracted towards this. And he continues to move forward. So the tendencies which we have created in our past lives are so powerful. Then we may get distracted, but then we'll come back. Even we think we want to leave this path. Yet sometimes we think that, I think we have done enough when you get out of it. More you try to get out, more you will be in it. Because of your past tendencies. It just won't leave you distracted. So once it puru abhyasan Tena eva hriyate hi avasahapi saha in the environment where there are so many other distractions. But in spite of that, that practice from the previous efforts will propel me towards my goal. Jignāsuhu api yogasya sabda brahma ativartate. Now this is a difficult one. Jignāsuhu api, even one who is curious to know this truth, Sapta Brahmati Vartate. He goes beyond sabdha Brahman. Not that he has accomplished a lot of Siddhis, but he is just a Jignaso. He wants to know. He is the sincere seeker of the truth in any subject. That's what we see. Somebody who is sincerely trying to find answer will find the answer. So Newton found the law of gravity. But he did not know what the force is. What causes gravity, he did not know. So Einstein was so curious. What is it that makes this gravity function? And he found out that the space is the thing which causes gravity. Newton thought space is no thing. Space is nothing. There is nothing in space. Space is an empty space. Einstein said space is a thing. That causes the gravity to function. Even a seeker without any exceptional achievement goes beyond Sabda Brahma. Sabda Brahma Ati Vardhate. goes beyond Sabda Brahma. So this Sabda Brahma is described in various ways. One Sankaracharya simply says it's the rituals in Vedas. Rituals in Vedas, the Sabda is the teachings of Vedas which tells you how to achieve various pleasures and various comforts and various achievements. Such a person goes beyond that. But the other meaning is, Sabda Brahman is that primordial sound of this universe, which we have said Om. And how that relates to it? The Sabda is the first thing that was created. So this world, as we have learned, is created out of Maya, from Vedanta's perspective. In Vedanta it says Brahmasayam Trigonathmeka Mayaha Asti. There is Maya which has three qualities, but it is dependent on Brahman. Brahman is the supreme reality. This maya is dependent on this Brahman. Brahman plus Maya is Ishwara. Brahman with that power of Maya becomes is Ishwara, the creator of this universe. So Ishwara is the creator. And because this creation exists, there has to be efficient cause and material cause. So the material cause is all these five great elements in this world. But what is the efficient cause? Ishvara is the efficient cause. But Ishwara also didn't have those five great elements. The five great elements were created. Created out of what? He said they created a Mayaha. Tataha Akasa sambhutaha. From that, from that Maya, the Akasa, the space was created. Akasat vayuhu, vayohu, tejasaha, apaha, and adabhyaha Prithivi. From that Maya, the Trigunat Maya with Sattva, Rajas, and Tamas, first the space was created. And the object of space. So, space is the subtlest of the five elements. And the sense object of the space is sabda, sound. Sound requires space to travel. So the first sense object which was created was sabda. And then obviously the rest of them follow. Create this pluralistic world. And right now I am under the spell of maya. Maya has two powers. One is power of wailing, avarana, by ignorance. By ignorance I do not know what the reality is. But maya has a second power called vikshepa, projection. Power to project, which is a creative power, it creates this world. So this sabda is created in this space by this power of maya. So when I am uttering the word om, the sound symbol of God, I am still at the level of maya. Because I am hearing the word, I am thinking about the word, but one who is seeker of truth, he is not satisfied with it. He wants to go beyond subject. what creates this sound, where this sound is created. So now in our new physics, there's string theory, that this world is made up of strings and they vibrate in different with different frequencies. They interact with each other. That's create this world. Just like Sitar creates all kinds of music by the vibration of the strings. Even the Christianity says first there was God and the word was with God. It says that first the sound was created but the one who is interested in the truth, he goes beyond that even the primordial sound, the sabda brahma. yogihi sansuddha kilbisaha tatah But the yogi who strives with diligence, with proper efforts, is purified of the sins. The sins are the impurities in my mind. This wailing power of Maya, which creates ignorance. That wailing power creates the ignorance about the, about the rope, which then projects a snake on it. So the Avarana and Vikshepa of Maya, if my mind is purified of those impurities created by Maya, Aneka Janmasansiddha Param this is not something that is going to happen overnight. But once it, Aneka Janmasansiddha, achieving a step-by-step mastery over how to overcome this illusion of Maya, such a person then will achieve That siddhi of Paramgatim. He achieves the final insight into what the real truth is. You are trying to figure out how David Copperfield creates this magic. You have to learn over a long period of time to figure out how he does it. At some point you will understand how he does it. The Bhagavan said, the goal of life is to overcome this maya. That which creates illusion about I am separate and you are separate. The world is separate. There are many entities but so there is one entity manifest as many. We will stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episodes website at neilbut.podbean.com or at Chinmaya Richmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Baban to Sarve Santu Niramaya, Sarve Badranipashyantu, Ma Kaschiduk Bhag bhave. Om. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Shanti, Shanti. Hariya Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha. Hariya Om